Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Free My Thinkers. Oh, what is going on, y'all? They are at it again. And as long as they keep doing it, I'll keep addressing it until they stop it. What is it, you may ask? The phantom racism in sports is back. I, I, I was not going to address this at all. Not even a little bit. Because another content creator uh, on YouTube, to be exact, shout out to KC on his channel, Behind the Lines. Go subscribe to his as well as subscribe to us. He did a couple of videos on this. So I figure, hey, he got it covered. No need for me to touch this at all. But y'all, I'm on, on another social media site and I see, I see this nonsense for my video viewers, the image I'm referring to is up on the screen. Angel Reese, star player for LSU. Angel Reese, black female, just so I go ahead and give y'all all the context, uh, is doing the John Cena hands in front of the face, you can't see me. On the other side of the picture is a white player from the team they beat, Iowa, doing the same thing. Now, under the white Iowa player they have, quotation, queen, competitive, good for the sport, champion in our hearts, basically saying what, you know, what they think about her doing the you can't see me uh, playing the game. Angel Reese does it. They have under the picture, thug, ghetto, unprofessional, bad for the sport. Now, my initial reaction was, oh, this is, this is some of the most overblown, out of context race baiting bull I've seen since Colin Kaepernick opened his trap hole a few weeks ago and it's nice to know that I was right because I do due diligence I don't believe when people throw this race bait out here that's for the plebeians the the sheep the hive minds the black folks that live by the motto believe all black folks believe all racism that's accused no she was not called a thug. She wasn't called ghetto. Now, there were commentators that called her unprofessional, but guess what? They said the same thing about the Iowa player when she was doing it in the tournament. They called her unprofessional as well, but they seem to have just left that part out. Because you'll have some commentators that believe that, no, no, we should not have any kind of taunting. To me, I don't give a shit who's doing it. Taunting is acceptable, especially in basketball. I came up in the and one days where you talk trash and then you embarrass they ass. But now we're living in that triple S, that super sensitive society. All that is viewed under, you can't do that. You'll hurt somebody's feelings. Y'all know Tucker's motto, f*** your feelings. I, I, I was so pissed off by seeing that. This race bait, this nothingness. Why are you... There are the powers that be that try so hard on every conceivable level to keep this country divided. And it's obvious to those of us with a modicum of common sense, of rational and reasonable thought, we see it for what it is. It's bull.
It's smoke and mirrors. It's watch the left hand so you don't know what the right hand is doing. It's that. This college tournament was phenomenal for the women. Better than the men's. So I do keep a closer eye than most on the game. Angel Reese has been a star all season. But now, now she's a victim. Now she's so much so a victim that even her post-game interview spewed victimhood. Oh, she was called this, that, and the other. Oh, she's so f*** it. Y'all listen to what this female had to say. I was critiqued about who I was. Nobody, I don't, yeah, 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 the narrative, I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. Y'all listen to me closely. Nobody said that shit about this girl. She was being praised as the number one college female player in the nation. Everybody was on the Angel Reese train. Look, I get it. If you wanted to pull the Michael Jordan, you have to hype yourself up and create an enemy in your head to play better. So be it. But when the game's over, get rid of that phantom ass enemy. That shit is not fucking real. Nobody caught her hood. But you know what? I do not fully blame her. I don't, y'all. I do not fully blame her because I blame another black woman for this. Older, probably somebody Angel Reese looks up to. She's a former WNBA player and a current NCAA women's basketball coach. Dawn Staley coaches the South Carolina Gamecocks. You see, when they lost in the Final Four, Dawn Staley and the Gamecocks, she came out in her post game interview and let all the racism fly all the victimhood show for a completely innocuous question for real check it out times other coaches your colleagues have sitting in that spot and talked about you all being bullies what's the truth about your team the truth about our team okay it's a good question okay um we're not bar fighters we're not thugs, we're not monkeys, we're not street fighters. Um, this team exemplifies how you need to approach basketball on the court and off the court. And I do think that, I do think that that's sometimes brought into the game and it, and it, and it hurts, okay? Um, and I do think that some of, uh, I'm going to say it because I said I was going to say it, whether we lost or whether we won. Some of the people in the media, when you're gathering in public, you're saying things about our team and you're being heard and it's being brought back to me. Okay. And these are the people that write nationally for our, for our sport. So you can you cannot like our team, okay? You cannot like me. Um, but when you say things that you probably should be saying um, in your home on the phone or texting out in public, and you're being heard, and you are a national writer for our sport, it just confirms, just confirms what what we already know. So. Watch what you say when you're in public 
and you're talking about my team in particular, just watch what you say about our team because it's wrong. You, you got young lives who are really, if you really knew them, if you really knew them, like you really want to know other players that represent this game, you would think differently. So don't judge us by the color of our skin, okay? Judge us by how we approach the game. And you may not like how we play the game, may not like it. That's the way we play. That's the way, we, that's the way I coach. Not changing. We found success in it. And maybe some days, like today, we end up on the losing side of the, the stick. But guess what? We live to see another day. We live to see um, the comeback next year and try to do this again. Because I'm not changing. I'm not changing. But I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Outside of her opening five seconds and towards the end, about another six seconds. That answer had nothing to do with the f***ing question. I looked it up, just like I did for Angel Reese. Nobody said that. Nobody called them monkeys. Nobody used race on them. Now, there, are, there were times when other coaches for other teams called her team overly physical. I do believe that I came across an article where one coach said going up against them is, uh, is the equivalent to having a barroom fight because they are a physical team, which was no different from people going up against the Detroit Pistons in the 80s or the New York Knicks in the 80s. Ask Michael Jordan. He can tell you. The Pistons and the Knicks were physical teams. There was nothing wrong with that at the time. It was part of the game. That's why in her post-game interview when Dawn Saylor said, I coach a physical team and that ain't going to change, Cool, stop right there. That's all you had to say to answer the question that was asked of you. No, you go into full victimhood mode and you start spewing all this garbage. More divisive rhetoric. Nobody called y'all monkeys. The f*** out of here with all that. It, it, it gets on my nerves, y'all, because I see the real racism coming. I got a segment coming up for y'all and I'm going to point out the true racism and why y'all are missing it. And it's coming from a mighty powerful place. But the reason you don't see it is because these talking heads, the, the, these trained Negroids that are trained to, at the crack of a whip, at the snap of a finger, they're trained to go, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, ar, victimhood. They're so busy barking and BSing about phantom racism that that real racism that just came out completely overlooked. And the reason that a lot of the real racism is missed is because the people who got the black sheep, the black culture, the black community, the uninformed, the people that has those folks screaming racism this, system this, systemic racism that, white man this, diversity that, we need to be inclusive this, they're the ones that are really showing y'all how racist they are. You don't see it because the person that's telling y'all racism exists is the same person perpetuating it. While the right hand is feeding you, the left hand is cracking your back. So go ahead. Believe all this BS racism because they use sports as the caravan. And I want y'all to understand how stupid this is. They are telling y'all that there is racism in sports that are overwhelmingly made up of African-Americans. Oh, I believe there's racism in it against white people because, you know, you don't see many white folks hoping like you used to. But they got y'all buying into it and believing it. 
they're using sports, the vehicle that's overwhelmingly black, and telling y'all that it's still racist. Go ahead, dummies. Believe it. And when that real racism gets here, when y'all find y'all selves back on massive plantation and in chains, rights removed, stripped of dignity, don't say Tucker didn't warn you, because I did. Next. I told you I had another segment that was going to talk about the real racism. See, the way that the media is trying to convince you what racism is is so linear, so, pun intended, black and white. The media and the powers that be want you to believe that the racism is anything that a white person does that a black person would find offensive. And I mean anything. Angel Reese made some pretty bigoted comments when First Lady Jill Biden said that they should invite the Iowa team to the White House as well simply for the good game that they played. Normal people saw this for what it was, and that is an old grandma-style lady, Jill Biden, simply doing the everyone should get a participation trophy type of thing. Yet Angel Reese makes it a black and white thing. She made the statement that essentially, oh, If they had lost, they would not have gotten invited to the White House, believing that because they're black, if they had lost, they would not have been invited. And because Iowa is predominantly a white team, that they are being invited. Angel Reese then goes on to make the statement, nah, you can go go, go ahead and keep that. We're going to go to the real president, Barack Obama's house. So... That is what racism is now. That's what the media has you believing. That is what everyone, all the talking heads perpetuate. Even Shannon Sharp made a statement that that the president was, well, that the first lady was wrong for that. And that if President Biden did that, he would uh, essentially lose the black vote. And to remind the president of who got him there. In 2016, there was a, it's been out for a long time, Skip. They said optics. How do things yeah. look? Mm-hmm. Does Dr. Jill Biden understand how this looks? She? White America? Yep. The losing side mm-hmm. is white America? Yep. And she's like, you know what? Since the black, <laughs> the black, come mm. on, Dr. Biden, mm. you know better than this. Mm. Did you forget who helped put your husband in the White House? You're going to find out a very serious mm. hard lesson in, tw- in 24. Mm. But that is what racism is perpetuated as, believed to be, and how the powers that be want it to be seen. Quick history lesson on being enslaved and what slavery really means. Being enslaved is far deeper than just being in chains and forced to work under harsh conditions and being mistreated. It's far deeper than that. See, the people that call themselves woke, especially, you know, my black people, don't understand that the depths of 
true slavery is breaking one's spirit. You see, when a race or people are enslaved, they take their identity. They no longer, the enslavers, no longer let those that they enslaved speak in their own native language, in their native tongue. They force them to speak in the enslaver's tongue. They no longer, the enslavers, allow them to keep with their beliefs and their rituals. They force them to believe what they believe and do what they do. You are not even allowed to keep your native name. Just read the book Roots or research that however you see fit. See, that's what enslavement really is. Having to work for somebody else under sometimes unpleasant conditions, that's a nine to five. No, enslavement is truly breaking one's will and taking everything that makes them them. Now, you might ask, Tucker, where are you going with this? Here is where. Here is why I said you're missing the true racism. Bob Iger recently had his annual investor uh, shareholders meeting. And in this shareholders meeting, they asked Bob Iger why he took this stance and why they're getting involved in issues that an entertainment company should not be getting involved in. Now, his response to that was, and I am paraphrasing, well, we're doing what the company feels is right. We have voices just like a person does as a company. We have the right to speak out for what we believe in and blah, blah, blah. And he equated that to the civil rights movement. He said that his company, he conflated that his company standing up for the right for children to be taught about the alphabet mafia style of life and sexuality, essentially grooming children. He equated that to the civil rights movement of the 60s. Now, there are several YouTubers that address this. I, I encourage you, the two I will give to you are Valiant Renegade and WDW Pro. They covered this quite well and very fairly and accurately that this man equated teaching children about the alphabet mafia lifestyle to Martin Luther King marching for civil rights. And in case you people truly don't understand what the March for Civil Rights were, the March for Civil Rights was a fight just to get treated fairly. I am going to say that again. In this nation, we had to fight for a right to be treated fair, not privileged, not above anyone else. We wanted the same fair treatment that white people got. And Bob Iger equates that. Again, you might be asking, well, what's the racism? Because equating what that company's doing to the civil rights absolutely denigrates what the fight for civil rights were. It makes it so minuscule. It makes it so borderline irrelevant. That man said that fighting for LGBTQ, fighting for alphabet mob rights to indoctrinate your children was the same thing as black folks fighting for the right not to be hung in the streets. That, believe it or not, is racism because you are taking away the significance of our race. 
because the civil rights movement is extremely significant to the plight and history of black America. It is, period, point blank. And he just made it such a, yeah, it's the same thing. He just made it such a casual thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. The problem is, remember what I said, they take your identity. They are slowly taking away the achievements of black people and making it an every people thing. Now I'm all for integration. I'm all for people getting along, walking hand in hand. What I am not for is erasing history, whether it's good or bad. But the powers that be are. I constantly hear people talk about systemic racism this and systemic racism that. Well, let's break that down a little bit, shall we? What exactly is the system? What comprises this system? Can we agree it's the government? Major thing? Okay, okay, we can agree that the government is part of the system. Can we agree that the media is part of the system? Can we agree that? You know, the media has control over the minds of the masses. So we can say that the medium, that the media comprises is part of that, that system. And in modern times, I would say... Big tech, the technology companies that that run a lot of things, Twitter, uh, Facebook, uh, Google, they have to be part of that system because the system, you know, what what comprises the system are a lot of different elements. So let's take those three, the government, the media, and big tech. I'm not sure if y'all noticed this, but all three of those are staunchly pro-black, liberal, progressive, leftist, wokies, whatever the hell you want to call them. But that system is always on y'all side. It's the system that tells y'all that, hey, look, black people are being mistreated. Remember, it's that system. When when was the last time y'all heard the media say something bad about black people? Huh? This government is doing everything possible to look good for black people. It's it's giving y'all damn near everything you want. Hell, the government in California uh, even wants to give black people reparations. So that is the system. And big tech, oh man, let me tell you about big tech. If you Google search Bill Iger comparison civil rights, it won't even mention that he conflated those two things. For my video viewers, I'm putting up the articles of what happens when you search those keywords. They never even mention it. Because th- the system that y'all say is is so racist, but equally on your side, which is why I say y'all have no idea what real racism is. You see, in a roundabout way, you're right, but not the way you think. Again, you think racism linear, cut and dry, black and white. And it's not. It is much more subtle. It is negating what the black culture is. It is ignoring the very subversive messages that what black people did really wasn't that big of a deal. It's really not that serious. Think about it this way. Disney Corporation, another entertainment entity. The head of Disney said that, but you can't find it. Now, what do you think would happen if Donald Trump said something similar? What do you think would happen? Bob Iger, a white man, said that fighting for the rights to teach children about the LGBTQ lifestyle is the same as the civil rights movement. If Donald Trump would have said that, there would be burning cities right now. How many of the common black people know about this? They don't because that entity, Big Tech, as you see on that screen, they don't even discuss it. Because, see, he's down with the cause. He's part of the Democrat. He's part of the Democrat Party. He's a leftist. So he must protect him. He can say whatever he want about you. And they'll cover for him. That's the racism is. The people that claim to have your back are the ones working the most against you. Let me use a line from my movie, 
usual suspects. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. The greatest trick that real racists ever pulled was convincing you that they are on your side. I will even give you another example. Speaking of that same civil rights movement. Civil rights movement, Martin Luther King and others fought for equality. To not live as black America and white America, but to live together as Americans. Fought for that. Rosa Parks went to jail for that. I'm not giving up my seat. They marched on Selma for that. Medgar Evers was killed for that. Equality. Yet they got you segregating yourselves and making it believe it's your idea. Like in NYU, let me tell you how slick the system is. In NYU, they were discussing a blacks only area at the college. But it's not segregation. No, no, it's not segregation. It's, it's, it's themed living. You know, at NYU, they let, you know, college students that, that uh, all, have a, uh, all share a particular theme together. So it's not segregation. It's, it's theme living. The greatest trick ever pulled was convincing y'all that it's not racism. They told y'all, y'all need y'all own. Y'all believe it. See, they still getting what they want to end. I said before, oh, I do not believe that racism doesn't exist. It doesn't exist in the form that y'all say it does. As long as they can keep y'all looking at racism, bad cops, and all this pseudo-phantom-ass racism, then the real stuff I'm talking about is going to go right under your nose. There is a college in Washington State that they have segregated living areas because, you know, the students chose it. They planted the idea in y'all head. Y'all ran with it, and you're segregating yourselves. So all those old school racists that might still be planting those seeds, they just changed their technique. Y'all are still worried about the old school Y'all are still worried about, he called me a Oh, he didn't, he, he didn't open the door. Oh, they, they set me last. Dude, y'all are so missing the real shit. They are taking away our identity. They are degrading, devaluing our accomplishments and our achievements. By saying, oh, what's something for everybody now? So I said it before and I say it again. Y'all are going to look up and be back on the plantation doing master's bidding and getting your asses kicked all over again. All because you fail to see the true racism that's literally right in front of your face being perpetrated and covered by the very people that you believe are in your corner. Well, that's it, and thank you for listening to another episode of Free Mind Thinkers. In case you ever want to see the graphics and videos that go along with these wonderful podcast segments, don't hesitate to check us out on our visual platforms, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, and BitChute. You can find us there under the same name, Free Mind Thinkers. Check us out. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and dare to think differently.